When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. to Beauty and Beyond in association with Beauty Buddy, a global community of beauty buddies and the go-to app for independent beauty reviews and much more. I'm Sarah McGovern and he's Ken Boylan. She's a mom, she's a catwalk queen and she's a businesswoman. While he's a makeup artist to the stars, a product designer and a beauty guru. Hey Sarah, how's life? Everything good with you this week? Oh good, how are you? Yeah, I'm um, okay. We're uh, we're getting used to round three, or is that yeah. what it's called? <laughs> well, podcast three, level three still. <laughs> I was just thinking about this going, oh, we're still in level three. But look, I think I think you were saying the other day, actually, that this podcast is, is hopefully bringing a little bit of lightheartedness to people's um, yeah, daily routine so. or weekly routine now in this, this lockdown, so... Well, it definitely so, is for the two of us. I mean, we're, we're, we're loving every minute of it. <laughs> we're loving doing it together. It's actually lovely to, to see you on Zoom and to, to hear your voice. So, yes, um, hopefully we're, we're, we're um, channeling that to other people too. So, I do. Um, but look, we have lots on the, the podcast today, some, yeah. some great reviews. Um, all the reviews are also available on the Beauty Buddy app. Um, yeah. And we are going to announce the competition winner at the end of the I know, it's a really good response, so we're delighted with that. So obviously yeah. somebody is listening, so that's always good. Yes, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> or is this they, just that they're getting free stuff? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we, we, we must thank the uh, Magic Hairbrush and Lorraine Keane for and Beauty Buddy App for that, that great competition. So someone and their three buddies are going to be getting a, a, a great Magic Hairbrush. And yeah. I, I, I was saying that before, and I, 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 I'm, I'm a big believer in this hairbrush, so I, I'm so delighted for, for four people to win this uh, wonderful product. Cool. So... Okay, so now we are going on to our reviews of the products for this week. And uh, don't forget, they are all available on the Beauty Buddy app. So my next product is um, a deodorant, actually. And it's an Irish-made um, product. It's called Indiora. I don't know if you've heard of it before. but um, So I've been using it for probably maybe two years now. Um, I, like, I know there's, there's, like, there's been a lot of conflicting debate in the last number of years about using deodorants and per- antiperspirants. Yes. And- yeah. And whether they lead to um, breast cancer, and yeah. there's probably lots of research out there that I haven't read. But I, I just started and about ten years ago to be very wary of the whole situation, mm-hmm. and I just was like, I don't really like using. So I kind of stopped using antiperspirants mm-hmm. and deodorants, and uh, that sounds terrible. And I'm very smart. I have very, to say, Sarah, very... if I stopped using them, I would smell. I just have to well, and uh, and you know what? I actually I remember going traveling with with my husband. Um, to South America and we were very obviously we had a little backpack on our bag on our back and uh, I was very cautious about what kind of products I brought so I brought the minimum amount I think it was one of the products I didn't bring with me and I know I could still smell myself particularly in days you didn't get to shower for three days because we were backpacking across Bolivia or wherever but um, it's like as if after two months of traveling like your your body just releases everything and you go back to your normal kind of normal smell it was kind of bizarre but anyway um, since then I've been kind of very wary of what, what we use on our skin and uh, and the whole breast cancer debate. So anyway, I loved this product when it came along. Um, it's a spray deodorant. Um, yeah. The scent is beautiful. It's actually this one is coconut and vanilla. And yeah. um, I actually ended up meeting the the owner and the the founder of this. Um, and she said she's got more you know um, 
smells lined mm. up because I know, for example, my mom hates coconut, so she yeah, probably wouldn't like the product. So um, anyway, she she was basically hearing stories of women being diagnosed with breast cancer, and it kind of led her to question her everyday antiperspirant. Yeah. So her husband, or her now husband, is a medical doctor, and yeah. so they started researching formulation possibilities and 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 the like, and she came up with basically that uh, oceanic sourced magnesium um, would be a great base for for deodorant, um, and and so they develop this healthy natural deodorant and basically it's free from all t- forms of aluminium and that's the, the thing in, in and does it work that, there is the number one question. so yeah so so um i started using it about, about a year and a half ago and i said so my first time i used it um was on a on a very hot sweaty fashion show for yeah. um a big big huge department store and i'm very conscious that shows i'm very conscious of actually smelling anyway i'm always yes. been like that i'm always going around sniffing oh my yeah. god i'm so embarrassed um yeah. and um so i i decided to use this as a trial for a very sweaty hot night of a fashion mm-hmm. show and and it smelled lovely and while you still kind of perspire with it i suppose mm-hmm. it's it's stopping that smell it's mm-hmm. it, um it's it, that was probably a very tough um um night to be using it really i suppose <laughs> but for night. every day yeah <laughs> but for everyday use it's 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 lovely you just need two or three pumps now they say that's enough for the day i don't think it's enough for the day okay. i think you do need more but maybe i'm just more of a sweatier person i don't know mm. but um it certainly it certainly kind of can keep you dry um for a while and uh, this is 19.99 on their website and it's also mm-hmm. available in other um pharmacies um but it says you can use this for about three months i think it is for one bottle because it looks quite small and you're okay. kind of thinking how is that and it's like it's like it comes out like a water it's not like an antiperspirant okay. or like a spray yeah. um but um or like a sorry like a it's one of those normal antiperspirants. Aerosol, thank you. Um, so, but I do, I really like it, and I like the fact that it doesn't have aluminium in it, and that's my my main thing. Okay. That it's, it's a lovely smell, and it, it's free from that, and it's like a healthier deodorant. So, yeah, cool. so I love it. So, Indiora, okay. that's the name of that one. So, out of five, what would I give this product? Um, I think four, four and a half, probably. And the only reason I'm deducting a little bit of marks off it is uh, I do feel you need to kind of reapply it a bit more than just once a day. So, but I do love the, the smell of it. I do love the ethos of the whole product. And uh, so, yeah, I give it four and a half out of five. So what do you have for us next, Ken? Well, this is a product that is going to save the world. It is one of those products that um, everybody should be wearing in the whole entire world, be it female, male, an animal, or whatever. You should need to wear this product. It is uh, from Ken Boyle and Makeup Play, and it is my BB cream. <laughs> oh, I love it. A bit of nepotism, but that's okay. That's exactly. Fine. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So the BB cream, um, honestly, like I'm not just saying this because obviously I think it's fabulous, but it is um, a really, really good BB cream. It is uh, has a factor 20, uh, 21 in it. So it's great um, to wear in summertime or when you're away or just at any other, any time of the year, really, because we all need factors in our on our faces now. Um, the the product is okay. oh yeah it does yeah yeah okay. um it has uh vitamin c vitamin e vitamin d um it has color and pigment that's basically what is in it so it's it's a really good um sort of if you like a, it has no fragrance in it either so it's, it's a more sort of a natural uh bb cream as natural as uh, foundations can be um i treat it like i would like when i wear when i use it uh, on on models or on clients for weddings um I use it a lot when I go away. For instance, if I do a wedding abroad, it's a great product to use because it's not so heavy. So yeah. when I use it, I would use it the same way I, am. I would use a foundation. So I put it on with my foundation brush. I would put my concealer on afterwards, and then I would powder the face as usual. So just using it as a lighter form of um, foundation. And also what's yeah. good about my foundation, it comes in a good color range. So we've got four different colors. We've got deathly pale <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the typical Irish skinned woman it's really it's lovely it's very very fair then we've got light which is what you wear and then we have light medium which is slightly darker and then we've medium which would, once again will be darker again so it's um it's just a good uh, color it won the image award for our best B- uh, bb cream a couple of years ago yes. which i'm very proud of and it won the vip award for best um bb cream as well a couple of years ago so really happy mm-hmm. with those reviews so it's a great product all around it is. It, no, in fairness, it is, and and I think I was looking for a particular, you know, lighter 
your foundation going away on holidays a number of years back and I went to try your one and in fairness like I loved it and it would be the type of thing Thank then you. that not only would I would, would I have used it on holidays um, yeah. but I started to use it on kind of my days off from modelling so like just mm. on my day that I'm going into um, the office or if I'm just you know just going to the shops or something yeah. I want to run down yeah. to the shop it's one of those but don't yeah. look like I'm caked it's it's, exactly. it's great it actually just you know covers enough but not too much and it's not too heavy and your your price on that point is brilliant yeah. it's it's 2750 2750 2750 yeah and, and and in fairness the the, the bottle is is, is it's a big, big bottle so it lasts a yeah. long time for that price so you know I I would highly recommend it and I still use Thank and actually you. do you know what um if my skin is in good condition I can still use this as a, mm. a, a as a foundation that I would go mm. on to TV, for example. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's 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 still kind of that having. If I put a bit of concealer and powder and and blush and mm. stuff on afterwards, it's still kind of good enough. But if if I have some spots and stuff, maybe I'd have yeah. to put a little bit heavier. You on be, it. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I do. I I'm I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend, but I do actually <laughs> love that. And I also think I think the price point is really important as well. I think there's yeah. some great products out there, but they're all like fifty quid. You know, so there's yeah. a big difference in 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 that. So and it's Irish as well. So I love that. Yes, exactly. And um, the, yeah. the, the, the five star rating, I would give it um, uh, 16 out of five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, I'm, it's five out of five. And in fairness, it's one of the awards. So, you know, it's, Thank you. it's, it's a product that's been loved by lots of people. So it's just getting it known, actually, too, by exactly. people who don't. Yeah. Know, so. Cool. Okay, great. So next mm. up is something we both tried as well, and it's the Solista Beauty. Yes. And we got sent the Diamond Radiance Instant Facial. So these are masks that you take out of a <laughs> packaging and you look like Hannibal Lecter yes. for 20 minutes. Yes. And, uh, you, you forgot three words. Advanced Clinical fl- uh, uh, Formulation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I love all the marketing. Um, yes. So this is, yes. Yeah, so I mean, radiance, advanced clinical formulation, instant facial. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have to admit, right, I've never done one of these before. Uh, I am yeah. the worst person for these kind of masks. I've seen people on Instagram putting them on themselves all the time. And I've just thought, Jesus, that just looks too much. But anyway, so we gave it a go. And I did take a little video of myself, which we might be put have to put up on our Instagram page. Yes, I did too. But, uh, and you can see me and I'm looking at it. How do I open this? How do I actually put this onto my face? You can see my face. Yes. Just confusion. But I got there eventually. Now, there was one thing. There was You're meant to be able to take peel one piece off and I couldn't figure that that bit out so I did find it quite yes. awkward and maybe other people who are used to these things are, are better at them but um so yeah so they have instructions on it but I I still couldn't figure it out uh so what it's meant to do is exfoliate and brighten the skin reduce yeah. the appearance of dark spots and pigmentation and it's also anti-aging and it hydrates how are you supposed to do that all in one go <laughs> oh, no. for like half an hour? That's what I want to know. Like, look at this. It actually takes 55 years off you <laughs> and you just stick it on your face. I mean, you know, the claims that they come out with are so I ridiculous, know. you know? I know, I know. Well, it, I actually did this on my birthday. I gave myself a little <laughs> birthday treat. What birthday was that, sir? <laughs> 23 <laughs> plus, plus a bit of that um so i i was in great form uh, you know it's my birthday and i was heading off for a little spa weekend and uh i said i do this a little bit before because i wasn't going to the spa with makeup on me i was going with no makeup so i thought i'd, I'd, I'd do this and in fairness to it now um, I don't know if it ex- really exfoliated my skin because it didn't feel like it did, but it, it could have. But it definitely felt um, more hydrated afterwards and it mm-hmm. brightened my skin up. Now, dark spots, I don't really have. Pigmentation, I have a little bit of it. Um, you know, did I look 20 years younger after using it? Not necessarily. But um, but in fairness, my skin did feel nice. There was When you take it off after 20 minutes, there is a bit of residue left over. But it was like a serum, so you can... You, I plumped that into the face. I just rubbed it into the face. Yeah. Um, and, and in that way, it did feel gorgeous and my skin felt great. But, you know, all the claims that it, it has, I, I, I really don't know if it, it did. But brighten and hydrate my skin, definitely. Um, yes. Price point... Well- is is expensive enough i suppose maybe 14.99 for one go but mm. this is the diamond radiance one they do have other ranges in their their, their they do have other masks in their ranges and they're 8.99 so 
yeah overall maybe maybe a tenner or whatever it would be okay to spend on a mask like this um mm-hmm. once well, a I, I i i find um just these these sort of masks are you know what i'm like i i would i would tell everybody go see a skin specialist go see somebody twice a year like a good facialist yeah. go you know go see somebody and get your face sorted out before yeah. using these sort of things and then get a good moisturizer and all that i'm just not a huge i just find these things are very sort of you know um fatty you know and um you know they have all these claims in them and and so on and like Okay, so in my opinion of the of the face mask as, after I used it was, yes, it was nice. Um, it felt my skin once again like yours. It felt hydrated. It felt uh, moisturized. I did like you. I rubbed it in to my skin. I had the pain in the bum thing about it was I took it out of the package and it dribbled all over my yeah. my fresh duvet which I just put on my bed so that was a bit oh annoying no. um and then um you know so and and then you, you were right like the whole sort of peeling off the two layers is a bit sort of uh, annoying oh yeah I did yeah yeah oh, it wasn't it wasn't that but then and then I stuck it, it onto my face um <laughs> And obviously, I have a beard, so you know half my face didn't use the oh, product, and the other half did. <laughs> but um, you know, it was, it was it was nice and fine, and it felt good. But I, yeah. I just think all the claims are gas. But the thing I do like about it is it it you can take this on a flight. For instance, if you were going on a long flight, True. I think it'd be really good for a, an airplane if you wanted to keep your skin rehydrated or hydrated. Um, and I think that's a great, good idea. You know, stuff like that when you're on flights are always, are always a good idea. When we get to travel again, maybe something. Exactly. <laughs> Whenever that is. Whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, no, so good. But uh, av- available on soulistabeauty.com um, and in plenty of outlets like Dunn's and Arnott's and pharmacies all nationwide. Yeah. I feel like every t- everywhere I go, I see one at the counters so yeah it's, it seems to yeah. be everywhere so it's everywhere yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 what would i give this I, I suppose i'd probably really just give it a two to three out of five maybe it was it was, mm-hmm. it was okay yeah it was okay yeah same you'd be yeah. the same i would be the same i just don't i find i i, I think if you have a good mo- moisturizer or whatever yeah. you know stick with that yeah, yeah so i would give it maybe two and a half out of out of out of five yeah okay yeah Okay, I'll concur. And that's it for this week's reviews. And don't forget to check out our Beauty and Beyond podcast Instagram page, where we will be sharing way more product reviews. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are delighted to have the fantastic Aoife Kogan as our next victim on the podcast. <laughs> Aoife came to uh, the attention of the world when she became Miss Ireland in 2005. I cannot believe it's been that long. And um, this launched her modeling career that spanned 15 years at the top of her game. She's also an accomplished artist whose pieces have been exhibited in the National Gallery of Ireland. She's a businesswoman opening her own Pilates studio called Form School seven years ago. She also happens to be married to the rugby legend Gordon Darcy. She's a mum of two and she currently has a bun in the oven. How are you Aoife? 
<laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to get through there. Uh, I'm very good. Thanks Thank for so coming. Much for me on. Let's go to back to uh, the start if, if we yeah. can. And uh, we've got cool. loads to get through, so I'm conscious of, of, of all the questions we have for you. But let's go back right to the start. Um, you were actually one of those models who were discovered. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Your very first job was a very, very big deal. So maybe you tell us a little bit about how that happened. Yeah, I was um, at a birthday party, my friend's birthday party, and there was a stylist there, amazing stylist called Sinead Keenan. And she um, saw me at the party and then asked my friend Rotin, who's her um, sister-in-law, that could she get my number? And she wanted to contact me to come down for casting. So I was still in school and... um, went down to meet Sinead, like not a clue what I was getting myself in for, I think, or I don't know what I was wearing, but it wasn't suitable <laughs> attire to be going for a supermodel show casting. Um, and I went to Brian Thomas to their top floor and I met, I think like it was John Redmond was there, Catherine can tell, loads of people. And Who are all people in fashion. Yes. And um, then they just asked me to walk up and down. I did. And they were like, okay, that's great. Thanks. Lovely to meet you. We'll be in touch soon. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Did you have an agent at that stage? No. No. Okay. No. Like literally, I had no clue what was going on. And then they said, we'll be in touch. And or or, no, I think somebody said, oh yeah, you know, that's fine. She's perfect. And I was like, okay, they'll, they said, you have this show. And then I went home to my mom and I was saying, I, I think I'm doing a show with Naomi Campbell. And my mom was like, she's there, you couldn't be. My mom was actually looking to buy tickets because it was like a, a huge deal yeah, back, then when it, back then when it happened. And she was like, I said, it's that one that's in the point that they're always advertising. And she was like, ah, Eva, it can't be. And then I started to doubt myself going, like, I, I, is it? Um, and it was. And it was. was probably yes. the most nerve-wracking what age were you? thing I've ever done in my life I was about 17 wow and your first show was that like I mean I was shaking from head to toe wow I I, I definitely wasn't a person like I'm I was really shy and Mm. not like a huge amount of confidence so that it was a a really big deal for me really to overcome big. that yeah. and actually go on to be a model. So tell us, Aoife, what was it like when you first stepped out on the on the runway? Oh gosh, I actually like this is it, it really is bringing it back to me now. Mm-hmm. And my brother said it to me because he had a broken back at the time and he was watching at home. And like my whole family were petrified. My brother said he was like, "Please don't let her fall." <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, I literally, from the moment I walked out, my brother said it to me, and I was like, oh my God, I did. I held my breath. He said, yeah, I walked wow. the whole way down, and he said, your mouth didn't open. And I literally <laughs> took a deep breath going, and then I went <laughs> out, and I just held it for the whole no way. way. It was such a long... I <laughs> remember looking back oh at the video God, of it, and terrified. yeah, you, you, you know, you did look really nervous, but you I just looked so like a deer cute. In <laughs> like, you literally just these but, big, huge eyes. <laughs> Pat, but panicked. it was on the Late Late Show, wasn't it? And Pat yes. Kenny said, and this is a very special girl this is her very first show and I remember him saying and like in fairness to you it, like I, I mean I had only been modeling about six months or something but I was kind of used to the shows yeah. in some kind of regard or I had done shows in school or you know but in fairness to you, your first show to do this with supermodels like it was oh, just it amazing was really, it, was like, it was amazing but terrifying terrifying I mean, remember Pat was yeah. so lovely with that he's like I know. a special girl you were catapulted yeah. right up there yeah. with the stars and fairness to you so and then um and then it was all downhill from there <laughs> next week you're in uh Tesco doing um their new band um it was hard to compete with that isn't it but uh and can we did you overall like enjoy your modeling career you know you spent 15 years modeling was mm. it something that you you, you know were for me it was, top models yeah yeah like uh, for me i was probably always kind of wanted to do modeling where you had just been plucked out of nowhere had just you know started modeling you know was something that you overall loved or not probably it was strange because I say it was never something I really chose to do or or thought I would do um and then when it happened I remembered going into I had to get an agent and um I went into first option first and then um I was with assets and I, I do remember Mags like saying to me you know 
you have to sort out your confidence. Like mm-hmm. if you want to be a model, you you need to be more confident. You need to be more pushy. And, and it's just, I suppose every, it was just going against my nature as, yeah. like, as a person. I just wasn't that way. Mm. And so it definitely took a huge amount of work to build that up. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky the way it happened because the work was kind of put on me because once I did that show, um, yeah. different designers and it, it all just fell into my lap, which is yeah. an unusual way to start. <laughs> so I think because I, I didn't maybe have the confidence, I kind of got away with it because the jobs were coming to me. But maybe yeah. if I had started out as a total unknown, I don't think I ever would have made it because I, like, I don't think I spoke for the first two years. Do you remember how quiet I was? I know. The- Oh, it's so intimidating. I just remember looking around the room. First of all, I was always the tallest every growing up. Like I was, I think I was 5'11 in sixth class. <laughs> um, so it's just terrifying. Oh, no. um, and I'd be in the pictures with all the boys, you know, on the communion day. I was in the back with the, the boys. Back row. So it was the hmm. first time I walked in and I was like, oh my God, there's other people like me. Like everyone <laughs> was the same height. At Glamazons. Like, this is amazing. Uh, like I finally fit in somewhere. And and then um, all the girls were just so lovely. Like, I mean, yeah. they were so generous with their time. Like, I remember Karina yeah. Grant. Oh, mm-hmm. She was just everybody. Um, Natasha Byram. Um, they all just kind of gathered helped. around you and help. Yeah. yeah and yeah. show you, like, how to do your makeup. Or if you go to a job, you know, the stylist might come out and be like, this is what you're all doing. And I'd be like, oh, my God. I it's just so lovely to hear that. Said. Oh, and, It was such a lovely know, community. Yeah, it's so it lovely to hear. Because it's not like that anywhere else, really. You know, you hear so many horror stories abroad and so on, where oh, it's just so not like that at here. all, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I think because I was so, so much younger than everyone that they, they were all like, are you okay? Don't be nervous. And, yeah. you know, it, the stylist would say what we needed to do in the show. And I it, I would panic. I would go, oh my, I don't know where we're meant to be walking. I don't know what we're doing. And one of the older girls would take me aside and be like, it's okay. We're going to go down here as a pair. And so this sounds like, mm. <laughs> you're like rocket science. <laughs> um, sometimes those sequences. <laughs> yes. Um, Especially and, when you were, you guys were modeling in the early days, there was the dancey moves, oh, you know, there's yeah. a, the dancey sort. <laughs> Of swaying stuff, not like it's nowadays, where you just walk straight out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh god, the cringe, oh god. The cringe factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it right. very I th- different. I think, uh, I think we were very, very lucky to have each other and and oh, and a so group lovely. of girls that just looked after each other. Like even so far as I remember, models teaching me about my taxes and having to return yeah. your taxes every year and, and you know who to go to and where to go and um, you know whether it's you should have this in your bag, the shoes you should have, the make. Weren't they? all quite helpful all the time I found yeah, like they just we looked out, out after each other and I suppose then in turn you probably did that for other models to know that way yeah, when they I were think, new I think we were um and that's probably why a lot of us are still really good friends to this mm. day because mm. we were like well technically like you were all like school friends to me because I was only 16 or 17 yeah. and and all these years later we're still really good friends because there yeah. was that real supportive element and yeah. um of everyone realizing that we probably were thrust into a bit of a weird situation where you are all judged on your looks and it's just yeah. it's just a bit bizarre industry yeah. stand outside we, of it. from behind uh, the camera like, sorry to interrupt my, my apologies yeah, uh, from behind from our point of view like makeup artists and hairdressers and so on we always feel um especially on shoots or on even in shows you know the big shows we always feel um it's necessary to look after you guys you know we've all we're always very protective of mm. of the models who are working because we know that you know like it could be you know one shoot you could be out like on Dolly Mount Strand yeah. freezing to death and you're you're a stick yeah. insect and you're you're there in a in a bloody bikini freezing to death so yeah. we're very conscious of the fact that we need to mother you and look after you I yeah. think that that's also and we, and like we did feel that as yeah. models yeah. Yes. you know that everyone on the shoot was always really kind like are yeah. you okay you're turning blue oh, sure, <laughs> so young. break yeah and you're so young and all also, there's that element of, I think as a model, you're afraid to speak up. So when yes, somebody yeah. like a makeup artist said, you know what, she's really cold. Yeah, I think yeah. We need to take five minute yeah. break. Or, and then yeah. you're like, oh, somebody's spoken for me. Because if you turn around and go, guys, yeah. I'm actually really cold here. I need to take five. They'd <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, who's good. your she's one? Difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's difficult. Yeah. We're not fucking her again. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was you, hard. You did need somebody's voice like the makeup artist or the hairdresser yeah. or whoever else was there. 
Yeah. Can I ask you, Aoife, how, how did Miss Ireland come about? How did that all happen? How did the winning that of Miss Ireland? Tell us about, for instance, my husband is, my husband Fabio is from Rio. He's Brazilian. His sister oh, was second runner-up for Miss Brazil. Um, oh. And he is obsessed with Miss Universe, Miss World, <laughs> and so on. So this is for him. These questions okay. are for him. So you, tell Fabio. us all about Miss Ireland. Um, and tell us about um, the, who I are feel, the nice women, who I are the vicious. I feel bad talking about this because I... I, I it really, I mean, I mean, for some people, it's obviously huge and it's great. For me at the time, I came back, I was modeling away in Australia for a couple of years and I came back and Mags in Acid said, okay, you've been away for two years. We kind of, you know, need to get you back out there and kind of relaunch you. And she said, I think you should go in for Miss Ireland. And I was like, oh God, no, there's absolutely no way. Absolutely <laughs> no way. And she was like, you need to do this. It'll be really good for you. And I was just like, oh just the thought of it I was like no Chris it's not a you like, thing actually no me. it's like, not <laughs> like I didn't even tell my friends I was doing it and I remember <laughs> what I did it was coming up to the launch and I was like I'm gonna have to say it and we were all in the pub and they were like oh wow are you gonna <laughs> want and uh, just all the lads like slagged me constantly for oh, I don't know how long and so it wasn't it just wasn't something I was comfortable with like I liked being a model not talking doing just being a face of things but um miss ireland was all about you and yes oh, i just found it all a bit cringe so anyway i wasn't given a huge choice they were like you need to do this this is good for your career so um i went ahead and entered and it's, miss newbridge weren't you uh i was miss vip, VIP. oh miss vip <laughs> yeah. so i beg your pardon oh my god i should be shot like lo- there was lo- again that was like that book you know feel the fear and do it anyway but it's like again I was thrust into something that I really wasn't comfortable with and then you won the actual Miss Ireland competition then yeah my was it Miss Ireland World or Miss Ireland Universe was because they're they're split up now uh, it was before they split so it's Miss Ireland Mm -hmm. and yeah I went on I won and then had to pack my suitcases and head off to China an island off China called Sanya and uh, I'm yeah, five weeks, doesn't it, or something? Five long wow. weeks. Is it long? <laughs> Crazy. It's <laughs> like it's about 42 years. So really? Over there. And it's so not what you would think. Because Tell us. Like it's, you say, you have, again, you pack your suitcase, you're given so many beautiful things by so many designers. You head off. I, I remember arriving in Hong Kong to catch the connecting flight. And I was like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw all the girls there that we were clearly all going on the same flight. And it, it actually takes your breath away how beautiful mm-hmm. they are because they're so exotic. And it's like all different types of beauty and and, and quite different to that modeling look. You know, yeah. they're all, oh, my God, they're just gorgeous. The beauty queen like, look, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I just remember my heart dropping going, oh, God, I'm in over my head here. <laughs> and, you know, it was just... We, then we arrived in Sanya and um, I was really lucky. I got uh, roomed with Miss Germany and she was just, oh, she was gorgeous. And I found actually all Northern Europe, because we were all put in a group, they were quite similar. Like we yeah. all, you know, Normal. weren't used to the whole beauty thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we weren't used to the whole beauty thing. We weren't trained for it. Yeah. Whereas when you went into the other continents, it was but like... That's what they did. They Didn't were groomed yeah. for this mm, from yeah. when they were like tiny and they had taken part in Miss Earth and Miss Leaf and Miss whatever (laughs) they had done the rounds of patterns and they were pros and like I remember ringing my mom because they were coming over to see it and I was like I need false eyelashes I need sparkly (laughs) eyeshadow like I was just in that side of things I didn't do my makeup like a beauty queen should Hmm. and I did they show you no like, like I, I, no, there was no, there was no, uh, this was not the modeling industry in Ireland. The no. approach and nobody was sharing the love or helping each other. Um, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was just different. And I remember being a little bit overwhelmed with how into their looks everybody was and that and maybe yeah. that's just not an irish thing you know we'd, we'd all be quite i think anyway humble you know when people mm-hmm. say i love your outfit that whole oh it's pennies yeah. or you look great oh sure just threw on the old makeup you know <laughs> yeah. and everything's played down whereas over there you know if we were going to a lift to get if we had to go somewhere for a shoot like everybody was just staring at themselves 
in the reflection yeah. of the mirrors and they weren't embarrassed or trying to hide, take a sneaky look if their mascara yeah. was right they were like full-on admiring themselves going like, i look stunning <laughs> don't, like, wow don't um don't you have to be under 25 or something is it to be yeah. in the miss world I competition so so, yeah. so would at the time you know it's it's going back a few years but like would there have been botox or you know surgeries done or anything at that stage i think there was definitely boobs done oh, there definitely would have been. i think there was a you know like the floating ribs sounds mm. gross, oh yeah they, some of them removed that to give them a smaller waist and i definitely yeah. saw it was more in the south american countries yeah but there would have been more um, in Colombia and in um, I think it's Colombia and Venezuela for instance there's it's a huge industry and it's like these girls come from nothing they come from yeah. really poor backgrounds and they have to get a sponsor a donor to to give them and if there's one man in in Venezuela I can't remember his name but he runs the whole show and he basically chooses who's going to go yeah. through for Miss Venezuela so it's a huge 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 industry but they 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 get a, a donor and then they the donor will pay for their nose jobs their teeth their boob, their boobs and so on so yeah. this is what they 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 try to do and then they go forward to Miss Venezuela and their their little town and then they either win Venezuela and it's a huge thing like if you don't win you, you, a fortune has been pumped into you to yeah. to get that far it's terrifying so god pressure, yeah. yeah no wonder like, they're so cutthroat yeah, did you feel that kind of pressure, Aoife, over there? I mean, I know there was obviously the pressure of, okay, I'm here to represent my country, um, but there's just so many of these beautiful girls. Or did you just kind of go, I'm just going to see how this goes? Hmm. I think I went into it more you know like see how it goes there was never one for a second I was going over going oh I'm, I'm gonna win I'm gonna take this crown home yeah. <laughs> um, I think you know it was just more like the whole novelty of, of going over yeah. and it, just the experience of it all I yeah. did think in my head it might be a bit more fun than it was oh. and, and, it, and it wasn't like I mean we were on this beautiful island 13 of my family came out and they were just like oh my god it's so amazing over here they had a ball we didn't leave our rooms yeah. so like oh. for five weeks you're in a hotel room room you get a call going Ireland we need you down in the lobby there's a photo shoot and you're like okay you were never called your name it's just like Ireland whatever each country you you sat you had to be ready from 6 a.m full hair full makeup because they could call you at any time wow. um and you just sat there like me and Miss Germany dolled up to the <laughs> <laughs> so this is a bit of crack eh this is an <laughs> and, odd image to have just yeah it was so surreal for okay, five weeks yeah. there, just sitting there just all dolled up going oh here we go yeah going, oh my god mom will you bring in over a few extra eyelashes and yeah and then they just called you you went down did your shoot and then back up to your back room. Up to your room. And then, um, and then did you say something like, like all, like of course we were carted around, like we did, like yeah. the tops of the open cars <laughs> waving. Oh, well, I, I wish people could like see you do your that. wave. <laughs> and I remember being in the top of the car and driving through, and there was thousands i mean thousands of people they were hanging out of their apartment windows it was a huge thing and i was thinking to myself i think if this was in dublin i don't think you'd burn out people would be like what? five people but, uh, i do remember a part of me dying on the inside as you're waving and smiling and i was like in my head going i feel like such an idiot and it's like just get this over with but um then oh. so we'd be we'd be taken out for now spin around china for our waving and then we'd go to like shopping centers and open them and then in the evenings we'd be taken to like where there might be um t tables these men would buy them and a businessman i presume they'd uh, take a table and there might be 10 men sorry that's my dogs in the background <laughs> and they take 10 men and uh, to a table and they put two miss world uh, girls at the table so like we obviously didn't speak chinese um and the, we kind of just sat there eating while they looked at us <laughs> for the so whole bizarre. meal it was so bizarre and oh, and when and when really? you take like a drink of your soup, they'd all be like clapping. Oh and, my, oh god. my god. That's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, it was it was so surreal and like like, like it was the hardest thing in the world for someone to do. <laughs> yeah. Drink your soup. Hold a spoon. Um so god. yeah, um so was, like there was so many memories I have of that and um Who was so, a bitch? Um, I was going to ask that question. You, 
was a bit. Or was there any crazy stories? Like, as in, did someone rob anyone's clothes or dresses or, no, you know? It was, there was none of that. Like, my, because we were putting groups, all my interaction was with mm. Northern Europe and they were pretty sound. Like, okay. we were all very similar and, you know, kind of all laughed together about the goings on. And, like, okay. if we were dinners, we'd be like, this is so weird, isn't it? You know, so we <laughs> yeah. all got how strange situation we were all in um but I'm sure maybe if I had talked like been with the other groups they probably wouldn't have who won that year put it that way they would have been like this is what we need to do I did go to dinner with some girl and I can't remember who it was but for the entire dinner she looked in her compact you know there's a mirror on your so I was trying to make a bit of chat with her because I was like oh god we're here on our own uh having dinner with these men who are just cheering every time we take a sip of (laughs) our soup and I was like trying to make small talk so we could make the dinner a bit shorter and she had no interest in talking to me and literally just had her compact out and was admiring herself oh my gosh for two hours oh my god who won that year Aoife that year Miss Iceland won and her mom her mom was a Miss World so you've got two beautiful children already and one on the way would this be something that you would ever encourage them to go into obviously we always want our children to be happy in what they're doing but would you encourage them to go into something like modeling or Miss World or would it be something you discourage I have say already (laughs) training for this moment Um, no I uh, I would I yeah I don't see is she waving (laughs) <laughs> waving. Yeah, she's doing we're, the Miss World wave. On that lengthy smile that you need to use Vaseline because you start <laughs> crying and sticking to your teeth because you're smiling. Don't knock that. That's, that works. It does work. I have yeah. to do it. Yeah. Oh, Did you? God. yeah, you're, you have to smile for like six hours straight. <laughs> it's like, wow. Like, yeah. But um, no, I, I would, of course, like I look back on it now all these years later and like what an experience and yeah. like what funny stories to tell. Yeah. And, you know, totally. myself and Gordon were actually talking about, do you know how many people watched it last year? Nine, huge. 900 million. Yeah. It would let Soleil do it. Back to your question. I, I, yeah. Like if she really wanted to, of course, it's, it's safe, you know, nothing. Yeah. You're, it's really controlled environment. I'd never be worried if she went to Miss World yeah. that something would happen to her. And I think it probably would boil down to how tough she is as, um, you know, that like I didn't take it massive offense over there to, mm-hmm. you know, girls would take your picture and then they'd look at the picture on their phone and go, eh. <laughs> she's not much competition and they'd go around doing that constantly wow. okay and you know but none of that that all just roll off my back like but yeah. if you were super sensitive you know obviously yes. model, modeling is not the career for you no um and you, do, you learn to get a thicker skin you do um, so i think if she could cope with that like miss world that's a whole different beast but modeling in general um probably I'd be a bit more nervous about that, especially if she was going abroad. Outside of the country, yeah. Yeah, like if she was in Ireland, I'd be fine. But just per se, she was pursuing a career and she got agents abroad. Yeah, that would be more terrifying now. Than yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but come here, we better get on to our Pilates studio yeah. as well, talk. So you guys opened yeah. a Pilates studio seven years ago. I can't believe it's that long ago. Where did that um, come from? Like, why Pilates? So Gordon used to do reformer Pilates as part of his training with Leinster and Ireland I think they they had a few beds that they got in and the team Mm -hmm. would use them um and actually I was modeling and my back was killing me because of just you know yourself you're wearing shoes that are two or three sizes too small for you six inches (laughs) high on a daily basis and I was mostly catwalk models so I was always in heels and for long periods of time and it just my back was killing me and I was saying it to Gordon and he was like you really need to do reformer pilates and that was my literally I didn't even know what a reformer was and I booked into a class so basically with and and still a lot of people you know when they ring up the studio they're like what is a reformer and Mm. so mat pilates obviously you're on a mat and you're relying on the resistance of um, creating resistance with the weight of your own body but with a reformer it's a reformer machine Joseph Pilates actually designed it to rehab injured dancers. Um, So it looks like a very scary apparatus, Mm -hmm. but it has um, a moving carriage and there's springs. So the springs actually 
create the resistance so you can work with different weights of springs Mm -hmm. and that's why men and women can do classes together because you know we can the teacher changes and modifies the springs for each exercise depending Mm -hmm. on what body is in front of her so um yeah it's it's like it takes probably a fir- the first class to get a bit familiarized with the reformer. Um, but then once the, that clicks into place from then on, I just was addicted. And like Sarah, you know, I never went to the gym. I still don't. <laughs> I never throughout my whole career. I just hated it. I hate, I'm just not a gym bunny. I wish, I wish I was, but I just don't like it. Um, when I started this, I was like, oh. I've actually, and Gordon used to always say to me, you just haven't found what you love to do because yeah. he's so into his fitness, obviously, with his career. And I was like, I just wish I found something that I enjoyed, but I just mm-hmm. don't enjoy the gym. And um, I just fell in love straight away. I was addicted and I started doing it like four times a week. I just, the benefits I got from it, like you can see why all the supermodels do it. It's just lengthening, like toning, like okay, all the things so that, interesting. Uh, women want uh, I suppose for their bodies especially models you don't want to build up that kind of muscle mass and so everything's about toning and lengthening and then your posture I just I adored it and I was obsessed so much to the point where like I say I was going four days a week and then myself and Gordon were having dinner and I just said you know I'd love to design my own space like and and this is what I do and I'd have the studio like this and I, I'd love to create it like not a gym look, you know, I'd mm-hmm. love it to feel like you were going into your home, like mm. the aesthetically it would be really welcoming. Like, you know, some gyms can be quite sterile. Yeah. Um, so we, we just kind of started brainstorming about it and that's literally how it grew and he was like, you should, you know, we should do this. And yeah. um, and then we did. And you did. And, I mean, obviously it, was, it didn't happen overnight, but... No. Um, but it was then, a lovely uh, project to work on for you yeah. while you were still modeling. You know, and where is it, Eva? It's just beside Hollis Street Hospital, off Marion Square. Okay. Um, and, and obviously, again. you know, it was different for us because you know we weren't Pilates teachers going into it. So I know a lot of people felt like, oh, this is weird. You, you know, because usually teachers open up their studios. Yeah. But Gordon was involved with the Exchequer at the time, the pub, gastro pub, and you know, we always looked at it as in you know, you don't have to be a chef to open up Mm -hmm. your restaurant. And we were really good at the business side. And then we just got an amazing, amazing bunch of teachers in. And, you know, we let them do their thing and we provide and facilitate the space for them to work in. So they don't have to worry about the business side of things. And it just, the whole business model worked really well. Um, And you've done like it all. Like I remember you picking out all of the interiors and, you know, from from, literally from the starting point of finding a premises and and decorating it all to finding staff to getting the website going to like everything you you are an amazing businesswoman in fairness to you like it's such a leap leap of faith like you are nervous you know because you're modeling for 14 or 15 years (coughs) and then you know going into something so different and moving on with the next chapter of your life is always scary and all the models used to talk about it like going oh my god you know you've done something for so long but um it's amazing what you can do when you put your mind I think if you're really passionate about something it really helps and um it it was great having Gordon as well because I know lots of people were like don't work with your husband like you know it's you (laughs) know ruin everything but we work really well together and I know like you work with Fabio yes excuse me so like it it does work the dynamic i'm not for everybody but it it really does for both of us and obviously for yourself and fabio yeah Um, no it does Uh, you know fabio obviously has his uh he's 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 his full-time job and then he's his job looking after me so um i I don't know maybe ask him that question not me (laughs) (laughs) can i ask you a question because this is serious seriously for me um i'm 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 48 and i can't touch my toes i'm really inflexible and actually my back now is definitely getting at me and I'm feeling it and I like I I I would love to do something that will help me would Pilates be good for me and the other thing is is like I'm I would be so embarrassed even with my confidence I'd be so embarrassed going into a Pilates studio because I'm so like it's 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 ridiculous I can't even I can't I can just about get past my knees and you know apart from like uh, it's hell help me <laughs> yeah. honestly you are like our perfect client and I'm, really? I'm not saying that to be yeah like I mean you're it's 
like it, it absolutely is designed for somebody like you, like especially okay. the, the work you do. So you're on your feet all day yeah. and you're also, I'd imagine, kind of stooping a lot over yes. people to get their yes. faces done, depending on what location you're working yeah. in. And so that's all taking a massive toll on your yeah. um, back and also your posture because you're constantly yeah. hunching over. And we get a lot of people even from offices because they're hunching over all day at their laptop. So it just creates havoc. Like or your bodies aren't designed to sit at a desk all day. And, you know, obviously they're not designed to do what you're doing either, just standing and stooping mm. over people. So, yeah, like, I mean, you would come in like... It genuinely shouldn't be scared. I definitely know when I open the door, people look in and they're like, oh, what have I signed yeah. myself up for? They see all the reformers and you can just see that white sheet <laughs> come over their face. But um, it really is like once you lie down on the reformer, nobody's looking at each other yeah. because they're all yeah. so focused on you know, getting to grips with how they use the machine. And so nobody is really looking around. Yeah. We, we're really lucky. We get a great balance of men and women in the studio. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like what you'd be looking at is the teacher. It's, they're very small classes. So she'd be looking at um, strengthening your core muscles. Mm. And it's kind of all becomes a virtuous circle because you're strengthening your core and that will lead to obviously strengthening your back, lengthening mm. your muscles. So you're, mm. it's like, it is designed for okay, people. Okay, well, like, I, I, I think yeah, I need to come in can. and see you. I, need to I come think in. anyone can do it. Like the teachers make it look anyone. easy. And you can have Any some age group like, as well. You know, people kind yeah. of think, oh, am I too old to do it or would no. I be able? But like literally. You but you can do it when you're pregnant and everything, can't yeah, you? you? I just, do it. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it now. Obviously, I did it with all. And like for, for because everybody has a different need yeah. going into it. So for me now, pregnant, I'm kind of uh, focusing a lot on my posture because if I'm breastfeeding, you're, you're hunched over the baby all the time. So mm. for me now in class, I'm working at strengthening um, all across my shoulders and getting mm. my posture right because for the next few months, I'll be in that kind of hunched yeah. position. So when you go into a class, the teacher knows why you're there and what to work on. So she could have an eight-year-old lady, she could have Ken, and she could have Sarah all in a row, but yeah. she's able to tailor the class to everything that that individual okay. needs. Yeah, so really it's, it's really fantastic. It, and like, it's been it on my mind, you know, either yoga or Pilates. I mean, because a very good friend of mine is a yoga teacher. So I was thinking of which one to do, and I, I think um, I just need to, I, I need to investigate, I suppose. Yeah, I yeah, think the reform blasters. I honestly, uh, I I really think it would benefit okay. you massively for work. Okay. Um, and and if it like obviously during COVID, um, businesses like yourselves were were hit and had to be closed. And yeah. how was that all for you? I don't I don't know how you did it, but oh, it's, it's been yeah, it has been like for our industry. Um, it has really been stung with it now because mm -hmm. we're, we're actually closed again. Yeah. Um, they've cancelled for level three all group classes, which mm -hmm. obviously we fall into because we, we run um, groups of up to, well, max we take is 10 and then that had to be shrunken down. You had to put two metres between each reformer yeah. and um, now they've cancelled group classes altogether. And obviously we were closed for the four months in the previous lockdown. Yeah. But I mean, it's amazing through adversity what can be achieved and yeah. so our studio has now gone online which is just mm. something you never would have foreseen but um now we do zoom classes so you just really need to adapt at a super fast pace yeah. To, yeah. Um, and then you know obviously introducing all the safety measures and I think for me and Gordon because with the studio like we always designed a space that we ourselves wanted to go to and so for me, designing the studio for COVID was, I'm pregnant now and I'm going into the studio. And like, what did I want to see put in place? So things like, I hate when you're going into a shop and you have to touch the hand sanitizer because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. my hands have touched it. So um, I have like the contactless one, you're just putting yeah. your hand under. So all those kind of, like you just think you as a person going into a shop or wherever it is, like what would you want? And yeah. that's how I approached designing the studio. Yeah. What type of skin do you have actually? Obviously you've got very like, oily. sallow skin. 
but <laughs> you've oily. Understand. Um, oily, yeah, very oily. oily. And actually, Has I used been... to have um, kind of bad acne when I was younger. And I remember that being really hard when I started modeling because okay. obviously everyone had such beautiful, clear skin. And I was one of those girls, very few, that used to have spots on jobs all the time. And I remember the makeup artists would be like, oh, what are we going to do here? Mm, and yeah. a part of me would die because obviously it's easier for you. Guys. Well, when you're and younger. Just have that blank canvas, which I never mm. had. So um, I did uh, Roaccutane. I took Roaccutane. And oh, I yeah. It was amazing. So that and then did you find... I you taking that, actually. Yeah. Did you really find, tough. like, your skincare routine had to be, like like at the top of its game then because of the skin and because of your job yeah like- I I definitely got better over the years I stopped the oil and um on my uh, sunning my face so much and um I went to a dermatologist and okay. she um recommended kind of a skin regime that I kind of followed then all the time yeah um, and still do like I and still, still quite good have you changed your products though like over time yeah definitely As, I yeah. I stuck to the same. She always said to use Cetaphil, uh, which is that um, cleanser. And it's really mm. cheap. Like you pick oh. it up with a chemist and um, it's fab product and I love it. And she said like, look, you could spend thousands on creams, but she's for her, wow. this is the best one. And she uses it herself. That one. So I've used that like okay. What, what products can you not live without? Like makeup. Give me, give me a makeup product and a skincare product. You just can't oh. live without. I'm really obsessed. And with do not say eight hour cream. <laughs> no, uh, I'm obsessed with skin uh, skin cuticles at the moment. They oh, yeah. are a bit pricey, but I'm obsessed. There's They're very actually, good. It's called um, Hydrating B5. Ding! Ah. Um, and it's just the most gorgeous product, and I love it. So, what is it for? Um, is it, is it's, it like, it's like moisturizer? a moisturizer? You put okay. it, like a few drops of it on before your moisturizer, and it just makes your skin feel gorgeous. Oh. So I would use that. And then, is it hyaluronic? Um, it is yes okay yes it is mm. yeah hyaluronic acid and then um i skin products i use ccit for my foundation which i love because it has factor 50 in it yeah Ccam. Okay. i'm mm. trying to recoup the sunning days <laughs> <laughs> so um i always like i will not leave the house without that on because yeah i just need factor 50 i literally don't let my face into the skin um Face into the sun. Mad how it's changed, isn't it? Oh my God, I know. (laughs) And looking back now, but then sure, we had a hoot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can't regret those years. Um, But yeah, um, and then I would do like products. What else do I love? Um, Makeup products, any? Oh, Charlotte Tilbury. I'm absolutely obsessed with Charlotte Tilbury. Everything she does, I love um, her lip pencil. I'd mm. never go out. I've real funny things that I won't leave the house without doing. Well, then <laughs> tell lip us what pencil. Yeah. Lip Your pencil. children. And my children <laughs> and my lip pencil. Um, and my eyebrows. Oh, is that yeah. my eyebrows yes. done? Yeah. Um, but Do you go and get them done at all? If I have to pick anything, it would be the lip pencil and my children. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll be going into Hollow Street with my Charlotte Tilbury <laughs> and a few nappies, and sure yeah. I go pushing <laughs> while um, putting your lip 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 liner on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I would. Oh, and then there's uh, Charlotte Tilbury as well. I have the flawless filter. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love oh, that product. I think that's a great Everyone product. Everyone love it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, have yeah, you done anything with? Sorry, I was going to say, have you done anything with your eyebrows? Have you gone anywhere to? Because I know we've had these conversations no, on our we WhatsApp have groups. Many <laughs> conversation on our WhatsApp group about the eyebrows, and I because you've great to get eyebrows. Those um, can you know the name? What is it? Where they kind of tattoo on? Embroidery. Embroidery. Is it like the one where you tattoo your brows on? Yeah, where they fill them in and then yeah. you just never have to do anything with them. Yeah, it's embroidery. So face oh. tattooing, tattooing, embroidery. Um, up your eyes, do it, and uh, Kim O'Sullivan does it, and yes. all that. Yeah. But you, you would just need to maybe fill in a bit, like fill you know, in. the corners yeah, exactly. or whatever. So yeah. I wouldn't need like the full dome, but just a few little gaps, and yeah. then I'd never have to think about them again. Oh, I'd Simon it. here is laughing his head off. <laughs> yeah. He's just Simon going, what are they on about? What was the last makeup product that you bought? Um, the skin <laughs> Oh, the and then I discovered I couldn't use it because I was pregnant. So that was it. Oh, sugar. So, yeah, yeah so, so this pregnancy skin routine is so difficult. I just found, and this is my third pregnancy. And 
like no product tells you if it's pregnancy safe, which is so annoying. And so you have to go annoying. and try and find blogs that talk about products. And um, yeah, it can be really actually difficult to find what's okay to use. And, and is it is it because you're having different type of skin during pregnancy? Because I didn't change my products at all during my pregnancy. I'm thinking, God, maybe I should use the wrong products. But you but... wouldn't have used, you, like Sarah, you use just your regular, you know, Aldi. Uh, <laughs> Little stuff. You know, yeah. needle um, and moisturizers. Whereas if you're using things like glycolic acids and, and yeah, so you on, need to be careful. you have to be careful. Yeah, with, with no, it wasn't it's the same for us, like makeup artists. Yeah, we, we have to be careful about lash glue and all that sort of stuff, you know, when, when models are, are when they're pregnant. Okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, so Aoife, was, it, was your skin different during pregnancy? Yes, it's okay. much drier and, and much more sensitive. Really? And like definitely get more outbreaks and stuff. Um, and like people say you're one. pregnant, you're glowing. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so you are. Would, you um, are. I would definitely, if I used anything too harsh on my face, oh, it would really get red really? and irritated. Yeah. So just Cetaphil, I cleanse with that, and then just need to be really careful of products. Keep it simple. Yeah, really, really simple. Well, maybe there's something in it there that that you know there there needs to be a beauty range that that people can use when they're pregnant. Totally. If you're saying you find it really hard to find mm. um, yeah, a beauty to that or at least have something that says this is pregnancy safe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you just had it on the bottle or on the packaging, it makes it so much easier to just yeah. like because I I actually had to contact skin schools and they said you know it should be fine, but we don't test our products mm. on pregnant ladies. Mm. So then it's like oh okay is it yeah. okay or isn't that, that would so, be the main thing is a lot of it isn't yeah. tested so you know yeah. also it narrow it narrows the appeal to women who aren't pregnant it narrows the appeal because obviously yeah. it says oh it's for pregnant women you'd be like oh i'm not pregnant you know what i mean exactly. so yeah. they have to be very and, careful and like the that. pregnancy market is so small because yeah. i even see it with the studio with form school like you're only pregnant for a certain length of time exactly so yeah, exactly. to put a huge budget into a cream that yeah you know yeah. women only using certain times so yeah i can understand why there isn't and has has your hair changed during pregnancies as well like has it fallen yeah, out much again, or really dry and dry. Just crap yeah <laughs> not <laughs> Are you... a good picture of pregnancy i do see other women pregnant and i'm like oh my god they look amazing well you and do look amazing gorgeous but no i just seemed dry out everything <laughs> dry <just> shrivels <laughs> the baby um, takes it all from you yeah but, and then um, my hair does fall out post-pregnancy which is gorgeous as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I lose it like there, whatever. Yeah, the, the temple. The yeah. 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 Um, it does grow back, but it's like little tough. Are you, are you good at using like really good products, you know, the, the ranges, or do you just use whatever? Do you have anything that you would particularly like, use? Like, is there anything that you hair. use, like an oil oh, or hair care? Yeah. I am. My hair was always so crap modeling because it's just overstyled yeah. and then I'd obviously have blonde highlights so when I was modeling my hair was in horrific condition always mm-hmm. um so spotty face bad condition <laughs> hair I was the makeup artist you were... the they were like, I don't know you how you became Miss Ireland or you know a top <laughs> model face and her wispy hair um so, <laughs> yeah you'd be waiting with your makeup and the hairdresser would have all his fake hair to put on me um but yeah, since I stopped modeling, it improved so much and it's gotten much thicker, but I still would put treatments in all the time Which, and I'd yeah. look after it better. Now yeah, that I actually yeah. have hair, I'm like, <laughs> I want to treat it well. Um, and so uh, I, what's Gordon's beauty routine you were telling us at the beginning? Oh, what's his beauty routine? very strict on his routine. Oh my God, it's just nothing. Like, <laughs> nothing. I, I did kind of say, you know, maybe like you know, some men like use moisturizers and stuff, I think. Um, <laughs> but um, he um, no, he does. He uses absolutely nothing. The only thing he is good at does he not even moisturize? No. Oh, but he's wow. to start. What age is he? He's forty. He'd want to start soon, or else I he'll know. he'll be he'll be looking <laughs> delicious, and he'll be looking all wrinkly, all pruney. <laughs> um, and he and obviously because he played outdoors his whole life, like yeah, got sunscreen. Yeah. True. Because um, he said when they were training that like you if you were wearing any sun protection like it would you'd be sweating so yeah it would go into your eyes. eyes yeah so yeah they just like were out in the elements all the time 
once uh, my dermatologist used to always say to me, I want to get the whole rugby team in <laughs> and just, you know, give them all to tell them what they should be doing. But um, no, he's he's very low maintenance, is our uh, point. Is our point. <laughs> yeah, he is, uh, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the bathroom I know I spending more time in the bathroom and doing his hair no that wouldn't be yeah. your, your cup no, of tea now at all very <laughs> easy ready in five minutes to go um, but yeah he does, the only thing he does wear is sun cream now like on his face if like a lot like if we were going he'd always wear like on holidays and stuff yeah whereas, yeah he's not There's a, a lot of men's range he does not have not a lot of stuff out there for guys is there like what yeah well you know we'll do we'll do a podcast about we'll that pod- there. yeah and i'll get gordon to tune in mm, and <laughs> do redo beauty regime we've been making um, listen to podcasts well look Aoife, it was just we could talk to you all day uh, we, were so, so we were so delighted to to have you on today and thank you for agreeing to do it and talking thank about so all much, all your, we wish you it. we wish you the best of luck with the, with the form school um we we hope it all opens up back up for you and yes. uh that's Fingers crossed and doesn't close baby, down when I'm in Hollow Street. Yeah, exactly. And that baby number three comes yeah. beautifully and healthy as well. We can't wait to meet him or her. And we we didn't touch on your 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 artistic work. Um, no. Just just quickly, are you? Do you sell your work anywhere? Have you a website that people can I go don't to? Any, I used to sell it, and that's what Sarah was saying. Do I have any paintings in the house? But I like anything I used to paint was um, commissioned. Okay. And then, like since I had the kids, I just like I'm just stay, nice I'm stay at home mom. And running uh, for yeah, school, of course. so literally yeah. Yeah. not a second. No time. Paint, but okay. Maybe when in a few years when they're all in a little older stuff. Yeah, it would be a nice hobby to, to, to yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, to bring I'll back in. Make the porridge, get them off to school, and then <laughs> start <laughs> painting. <laughs> um, Paint along yeah. with Eva. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. There's yeah. another school you could open, actually, uh, art school. Yeah, exactly. Um, you never know, exactly, Miss Businesswoman. Well, look, thank um, you so much, Eva. We appreciate it. Not at all. So lovely to talk to you, and we can't wait to see you hopefully soon. And that's it for this week. Um, oh, except we have to announce our competition winners for the magic hairbrushes. So, um, without further ado, Sarah, who won? So the lucky winner is, and we chose this randomly, um, was Michelle Murphy Keenan. So oh. she and her three friends are going to be winning the magic hairbrush. So congratulations, congratulations girls. And that's it for this week's show with thanks to our producer Simon and our friends over at the Beauty Buddy app. We'll talk to you all again soon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.